Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Tuesday evening, a pop-up episode, and one of our favorite guests returning back to the show again, Coach Sue, Coach Sue of FSU Women's Hoops. How are you doing? Double fries, baby. No slaw. <laughs> there we go. Um, we uh, we we will never be accused of taking ourselves too seriously with, uh, with the <laughs> podcast name, but we we like it that way. Also, it's pretty uh, pretty unforgettable, I guess, at that point. So, um, fresh off of a huge win on Sunday, um, we had people over and they were trying to watch the Pro Bowl, and the game was. I was following my phone, and then when it got really down to the wire, like five minutes left, I was like. Y'all are just going to have to suck it up. We're watching this. So we flipped on the ACC network. Huge win um, against Notre Dame. First in program history. As 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 many accolades as uh, women's hoops has and as great of a run as you have, pretty crazy to have the very first win against Notre Dame. Obviously, you've been asked this a million times by now, but what did that win mean on Sunday? Um, talking specifically about Notre Dame, we'll get into some of the other stuff that sure. – Sunday meant as well, but what did it, what did it mean to win that one? Well, you know, it was interesting because I, I said something to, to Brooke before the game. I said, you know, this is the only team in the ACC that, that, you know, we've never beaten. And, you know, Notre Dame didn't come in too long ago and they came in with national championship caliber teams. And, and so, you know, you, you, you felt like it was coming, um, and it really did feel like it was coming uh, this game. I feel like our players have have really embraced the process and, and it's been that. Um, and so I was really happy to see them rewarded. And in fact, I, I went down to the end of the bench after the game and I was just like, you guys act like you've been here before. Like, what's the deal? And, and uh, Valencia Meyer says, Coach Sue, we're making history. And I'm like, what, what's the history you're making? And she's like, we've never beaten Notre Dame. And I was like, I didn't even know they knew that. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was uh, hopefully first of many. And coach, it seemed like for the longest time in women's college basketball, it was, there was no parody, right? It was no. UConn, it was Notre Dame, it was Tennessee, teams like that. Uh, the final four would be all one seeds almost every single year. And that's kind of shifted and to pick up that win against one of those true iconic teams that, that were always in that, that top four had to feel good. I, I know you guys got really close against UConn a few years ago in, in yeah. Tallahassee. And man, I wish we'd got that one. Yes. But it had to feel good to get that one. But just talk about the, the parody in women's college basketball, the shift that it's taken from literally like 10 years ago to where we are now, because it's completely different. Yeah, it really is. And I, I think a lot of that... Um, has to do with the, the television exposure that we're getting. And with that television exposure, uh, players consider coming uh, to, to places that they may never have considered before just because they didn't know anything about it. And so you, you see that starting to happen more and more. And there's a, a grassroots uh, real push in women's basketball, like there has been in the guys for years, you know, just where they get out and they play at a younger age. And, and when they're doing that, I think their skill, their skills are just so much higher. There's so many more young women that are playing basketball. I mean, I remember a stat that I want to say it was in 1997, one in 30 girls played basketball and one in two guys played basketball. And then it was like, what, 
25 years later, it was one in two in men's basketball or boys basketball and one in three in girls basketball. So you, you can see there's just a lot more people that are getting involved. And it's not just, you know, I mean, we're going to talk with you mostly about basketball here, but it's not just basketball, right? Like I just saw softball yeah. put out a tweet earlier today. They're on TV 16 times this year. Um, soccer was huge and all of those games yeah. were televised down the stretch. Um, it's really like picking up the momentum is picking up everywhere in women's athletics. Right. And how, yeah. I mean, as somebody that's been around women's athletics for a long time, what does that mean to you? Not just basketball, but just yeah. no. all women's sports in general. It's huge. I mean, and again, it's the opportunity for streaming. I mean, it's what we're doing right now. Like yeah. this wasn't around. Like uh, yeah. I first started, I don't know what a podcast was. There was no such thing, you know? <laughs> I think you guys invented it, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe Richie. Richie. <laughs> we like to think we did, but you know, they, 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 <laughs> there were hard people who came we before invented the best one, right? I mean, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We took it to the next level. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I just think with all of the, the communication that there is out there, the, the opportunity to, to see things immediately, there's a lot more interest all over the place. Yeah, for sure. So we talked about the game on Sunday, obviously um, exciting and thrilling down to the wire. Um, Florida State ends up pulling it off. But for the, the game itself and Sunday meant more than just the game. Can you talk a little bit about um, Sunday was play for K? Obviously, the team wore – we love when the – and, you know, a bigger meaning there too when the men's team wears the uh, turquoise yeah. uniforms playing for the Seminole Tribe. But uh, talk a, a little bit about the the play for K and, yeah. and what Sunday meant, you know, with, with respect to those things. Well, it's interesting because I asked our players, you know, our freshmen, I said, do you know who K. Awa is? And and they knew a little bit, but but not a lot. And here, are, here she was for me – you know, the, the person that I looked up to as a young coach, a mentor for me when uh, when she was my peer at the ACC and 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 just watching, you know, her heart for other people while she was battling cancer. And what she basically said was, look, if we have early detection of any of these women's cancers, then it just it gives you so much more of a chance of survival. You know, the guys do it on, with Jimmy V. You know, everybody knows that research is so important to a cure for cancer. And that's what these games do is it, it gives us an opportunity to make awareness, A, but also to raise funds. And, you know, I mean, obviously with my mom going through cancer this last year and knowing that we were able to get an early detection, she's doing great now. It, it if it had just gone unknown. Uh oh, we may have lost her for a sec there. Oh, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Is that me? You were saying, yeah, I know you're fine. I think you were saying if it had gone unnoticed. Yeah, if it had gone, you know, undetected, then uh, yeah, the survival rate is just not even close. Uh, to what it is if it's detected early. Yeah, and Coach, I, I think that's such a cool thing, and I'm glad to hear your mom's doing well. You know, I've, I went through with my father, you know, battling throat cancer a few years ago, and like you said, those research, the, the dollars that are raised are so important, and to have an event like this, like women's basketball, you mentioned Coach V, like, like we have Jimmy V week, right, in men's, yeah. in Coach K for, for the women's, it, it it's more about just giving hope for those in the future, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, so many of us have lost loved ones 
you know, to this dreaded disease, unfortunately, but there is hope for the future in things like Jimmy V and the, the, the play for coach K that makes a huge difference. And I hope people take notice. Well, not only that, I think it's a community, you know, I, I, we, even after the game, you know, we were, we were shaking hands with, with fans that were on courtside and somebody pulled me over and said, um, this is my sister. Her husband just died from cancer. Mm. And, and she was there for the community, the camaraderie. And you just think, you know, it's hard. And when things are hard, you really want to be with people that, that understand and care and, and, uh, are, are going to sympathize, empathize with you, but love you along the way. Steven sent us this, and I'm going to play it for those that may not have seen it. I know that it was on social media too. Let me back it up. But I know it was on social media too, but Steven sent us this, and I'm going to play it, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more and then move on from this. But, yeah, really special on Sunday, and I'm going to play this. Keep going. Um, yeah, I, I I had a question for you, just, you know, talking about like motivating your team in general. And it seems like whenever there's something like really, really special that's Mm -hmm. going on, you know, you remember football played uh, out of their minds against Mm -hmm. a a team that they were a big underdog against the first game after coach Bowden had passed, right. The Notre Dame game. And then volleyball was a huge underdog against Florida and they played that Brianna Berry game. And then Mm -hmm. you guys were an underdog this weekend right against Notre Dame and there was just something special how do you and obviously those are three really good examples obviously football didn't come out on top but three really good examples but like how as a coach do you do you keep folks from getting like too too up or too hyped on those big time games right like to keep their emotions in check but also understand like hey you're playing for something a little bit bigger here today yeah I think you know there's there are times like even a senior game where emotions uh, we had our alumni weekend and did you guys get me on that or I, I tell, keep tell no you're I keep fine. going in and out don't I no, you're fine. Tell us that again. I think you were just starting about like even like senior weekends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so, yeah. Even with 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 big uh, moments like senior night, you know, it's hard to keep emotions in check. But I think with with things like causes, uh, it just blows wind into your sail. I had alumni back this weekend, and one of my alumni stepped up and she just shared with our team that you know she it was part of a four player recruiting class, a really good one. And only two of them are left. And one passed away while she was at Florida state. And so, you know, it just, those are the things that, that Pete, that it just encourage people to play because you don't get this chance and, and we take it for granted so often. And so a cause like, like uh, women's cancers or cancer in general, it just gives you something more 
I think, uh, to know that there's something bigger out there. Yeah, and Coach, obviously, we've had a great run. I think one of 10 teams that, that have made the tournament eight years in a row. Um, some work to do this year, but a, a huge opportunity this coming week. Um, some really big games coming up, yeah. starting with starting with Duke uh, Thursday night, uh, or Thursday evening, I guess I should say, at 6 o'clock. And then yeah. you've got Miami. Uh, you're going down to the University of Coral Gables on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday at noon. But a really good opportunity to make a statement. We talked a little off air about scouting this Duke team that just, you know, their season may not be going the way they want it to, but they're still really talented and really good. Uh, just looking ahead to this week and this opportunity, what is your message to the team? Yeah, well, you know, I think it has been all about the last 10 games and what are we yeah. going to do in those last 10 games? And uh, we've really adopted a, a fight type mentality and we're not just going to, uh, you know, we we fought back from a, a real small deficit at the Notre Dame game to go up by 18 and then, you know, relax a little bit and then had to fight in the end to to go and win it. And and I, I've liked the the adoption of that uh, mentality. And it's come with young point guards. And that, you know, has been, you know, a, a real growing process for this team to, you know, really help those those two to to run the show. And so now we're feeling a little bit better about the way that we're playing and excited to go up and I think we have three straight road games now and uh you know it goes Sunday Tuesday or what does it go Thursday Sunday Tuesday yeah uh you know you talk about COVID makeup and all of that kind of stuff all of that's played into the year uh but I think we're at a place where we're really ready for it so coach I don't know if you can make this happen but uh, we we had Kaysen and his parents on the podcast earlier this week, the kid from the men's games. <laughs> yes. If you can get him down to Coral Gables, I think you guys walk out of there with a win. So you should try and find a way to make that it's definitely happen. Yeah, a good no luck kidding. Charlie. Or at least we should teleport him like this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get him on the – you know Get yeah. somebody to hold up a. Uh, get somebody to hold up a. Oh no, you can do it. You can do the. Oh, you're. You got your phone in the other hand. Yeah, I got my phone in my hand. <laughs> oh man, I was like, oh no, don't worry. Well, you can do it. So, um, no, that's awesome. Okay, so we we I actually speaking of the men's game, I saw Brooke um when I was up for the uh, for the men's game against Virginia Tech. Um, in fact, I was like, Hey, can my daughter take a picture with you? And she was like, Oh my gosh, please don't. But I was like, Oh no, no, like I'm gonna remember this, and you know. When you're coaching here, when you know my daughter comes, like I'm gonna. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> tell her that I need a scholarly. We'll see if she's tall enough. But anyway, um, we talked. We spoke with Brooke last year when she was on here, uh, just about about what you just kind of mentioned: COVID makeups and you know trying to get full lineups together. And, and it's been a challenge for you guys this year too. Yes. Just due to different protocols and injuries and different things. Um, six different players have missed a combined 18 games. Um, 11 different starting lineups in what 20, 21 games. Um, <laughs> there's like That's no ridiculous. continuity. It's I'm so sorry, crazy. But like, yeah. how do you, you know, how do you, how do you overcome that? How do you manage that? And do you think, and, and obviously the, the goal would be knock on wood, right? Like during this stretch run, there is more continuity and you can kind of right. build something through over these last 10 or so games. Yeah. It's it's been so challenging, uh, you know. Leonard and I, uh, we we were both uh, singing the blues. I think a lot with with just the 
the in and out, uh, you know, the the injuries to start, then the COVID, uh, then the the different testing protocols all around the conference and the country. I mean, how can we have different testing protocols? It just doesn't make any sense, you know, where you've got some schools that, you know, it's only if you're symptomatic do you test. And when we came back from Christmas, we were all tested and it just sent us on a slide. Um, and again, I'm fine with that as long as everybody else is following the same protocol. And that hasn't been the case. So, so we're really not, you know, it's taken us longer to get into a rhythm and, you know, as soon as River Baldwin steps into the starting lineup, you know, she gets sick and, you know, has to wait on a COVID test and ends up not having it. But, you know, she couldn't play as a result of that. So, you know, it's it's very difficult. Um, you you get to a point where you I think we're now we've we've had a, a real solid rotation. And um, but you've got to have the, everybody ready and, and you got to see how it goes. Yeah. Um, speaking on other, you were talking about coach ham and, um, I just, I was up at, uh, the same weekend, um, <laughs> that, that morning I went to, uh, Jen and them had a game. Um, and so I went to a women's tennis match that morning and I, and like in walked coach, coach Corian and sat like right next to me and we were talking and watching it. And I thought it was so neat that, you know, I mean, we'll see coach Norvell out it, out it basketball games or baseball games but talk a little bit about like the coaching like i mean we've asked mike martin about this and he says you're the one that like when you walk in everybody straightens up and <laughs> behaves bro <laughs> he says like when sue walks in a room like she just come in but it was so cool to me that and tennis matches can go long right like we've talked mm. with jen about the scoring on here like they can go like my wife was like hey are you coming to the basketball game <laughs> yeah. like what's up? i was like they're in the last set like what do we do like i'm not gonna leave right now so and it truly did. It went down to like the last game, the last set, the last point. But anyway, um, it was cool to me that he sat there for like over four hours, right? Supporting and being out there. And it was just very neat to me to see that. Um, but talk about like the the family that is like the FSU mm-hmm. coaching staff. I know you guys are all super busy. Um, I, you know, I mean, heck, you guys spend more time on, on this podcast, I feel like, than, you know, out of the room <laughs> recruiting or <laughs> coaching your own team. But, uh, you know, talk about the family that, that is the FSU coaching staff, because it does seem tight knit. Yeah. And, and I've been very impressed with it. it. It really is. I mean, I, I've, uh, every single, we, we have group texts. I mean, every single, coach is knows one another well and we would drop anything to help each other and it's uh you know we know we've been through some some great times and we've been through some hard times we all pull really hard for each other and anytime we get a chance to go and watch each other it's fantastic um but i think a lot of times we'd rather spend time together than than even watch each other's teams you know just because of the relationships that we've built and you know coach coach norvell has just stepped right in and and just been a great addition to our family and it is it's it's all 100% family at florida state coach go, going back to sunday morgan jones obviously she she didn't have the best showing offensively but hit a huge fadeaway got the foul against litter dame yeah, looked like kobe yes she yeah. did. <laughs> i was like whoa yeah. i know it but but it it goes to show uh, you know even a season where we've struggled 
in one of your better players isn't there the entire game they make a huge play like that mm. but how complimentary was this win against Notre Dame because it took everyone to step up on that one like you said y'all built a big lead it shrunk a little bit makes us all nervous but you held on and that was phenomenal you got to make it exciting. You don't want to. Right. <laughs> she needed yeah. me, need me, yeah. right? yeah, need exactly. me to flip over from the Pro Bowl. She's like, oh, TJ's not watching right now. That's right. All y'all watching the Pro Bowl flip over. Yeah. No, I, you know, and, and these kids all step up at different moments. And that's what's been, you know, we don't have one superstar. And, you know, it, Valencia Myers was phenomenal. I mean, she had a, a fantastic game against, you know, arguably one of the best post players in the conference. And, you know, so you, you just look at the different people that step up and the, all the eyes are on Morgan a lot, you know, and so somebody else has to step into those roles and, and, but then she stepped up big at the end. That's for sure. Omaria yeah. Gordon. How about that freshman hitting two clutch free throws? I mean, yeah, that was big. Yeah it's always nervous when you send a freshman to the line for some big free throws, <laughs> but it's when they make them, it's great. Yeah. Um, TJ will close this out in a second, but I just have to ask, and this isn't Florida state related, but I do question a little bit. I saw me and TJ are on Twitter far more than we should be. Like our wives probably hate us because of it, but it, that's just what it is. But Caitlin Clark from Iowa, I was watching the highlights of her just going from the logo nonstop. Ridiculous. I think she had 40 points, a double double, like ridiculous. Yes. Did, did you know who she was in high school? And oh, yeah. Just looking at her. And, and <laughs> how, did, I was at how did people like Gino I... let her get away? Because my goodness, I couldn't <laughs> believe I, 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 you said, I, I jokingly tweeted Steph Annie Curry because it was ridiculous <laughs> what she was doing. Well, you know what? I think so cool about that. You talked about the parody earlier and she's from yeah. Iowa and she stayed at Iowa. And I think that's yeah. fantastic. You know, I, I, I just, you know, I was in her gym. I talked to her on the phone all the time. She's a really <laughs> cool kid. And, yeah. you know, the fact that she stayed, I think it was, it was said a lot about where women's basketball is now. I love when those moments go viral and stuff because, like, I probably watched that clip that Richie shared and, like, had gone everywhere, like, five or six times just, like, in disbelief. Because not because she was a girl making – like, it, that could have been, like, right. Curry shoes from, like, close right. Like, that – it was just, like, anyone making this, this is not real life. Like, this yeah, is not – Right. Exactly. We exactly. haven't seen anything like that since uh, Xavier Rattan Mays scored 31 points in four <laughs> yeah. minutes against Miami, against Miami. And that went yeah. viral. Like, it, yeah. it, again – like Tia said, it didn't matter if it was the men's or women's. Like that was just ridiculously was just, impressive what she was yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, no, and and she really doesn't have a lot of size either. That's what's really oh. amazing. Wow, <laughs> but her her stroke that night was just on. So, <laughs> yes. coach, thank you so much for hanging out. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate yes. your time. We're excited to to see um, you guys close out the uh, the season, get into ACC play, get into. Uh, postseason we've we've enjoyed watching you guys we obviously loved sunday but excited for this week excited i mean anytime there's a rival on the uh, on the schedule right. at the back end of a week we're excited so thank you so much for for your time and hanging out today and uh all, all the best of luck the rest of the way well my pleasure guys i always appreciate seeing you oh, well, we appreciate, oh, we appreciate it. it coach okay thank you. go Thanks. Noles. have a good one go Noles. Coach Sue, again, she's fantastic. She's awesome to have on, Richie. Oh, she um, delivers. Always, yeah. always appreciate her time and anybody that will kind of give us a few minutes to, to chat some FSU. So excited to see them tomorrow night again against Duke. 
And then, like Richie said, Sunday against Miami. So um, good stuff. Double fries, no slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. We waited till the end to do this just so we could jump in the interview. But 2550 North Monroe and 1818 West Tennessee Street. Tell them that Double Fries No Slaw sent you. We will be back. Eh, we might have another pop-up this week. We'll see. We'll either be back with another pop-up this week that. or we'll be back on <laughs> Sunday. See what's kind of going on. Until then, though, thank you for your support. Thank you for hanging out. Rich, you got any shout-outs? Um, no. All right. Until then, Nick. go. <laughs> go